When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Not very often you have two great Ricardos on the same show. Uh, Ricardo Ball, of course, Ricardo Salizzo. Uh, I'll just read a, a couple of results out before we get to you, Ricardo. And these are from the Champions League for the folks at home who might be wondering or one, those at work or driving for that. Matter Barcelona 1, uh, Dynamo Kiev 0. Salzburg beat Wolfsburg 3-1 in the Battle of the Bergs. Bayern Munich, way too strong for Benfica, 4-0. Chelsea, the same, beating Malmo, 4-0. Villarreal beat uh, Young Boys, 4-1. Juventus, triumphing over Zenit, 1-0. Lille and Seville, drawing nil all. Uh, And the one that um, was uh, of interest for quite some time, because they were 2-0 down at half-time. Manchester United uh, scored three goals in the second half to beat Atalanta, 3-2. Uh, which made uh, Old Trafford happy, and it made you, Ricardo Ball, very happy. Good morning to you. Yes, very happy, mate. Thank you. Um, yeah, it was a it was a great turnaround because you know two 0 down, uh, close to half time. Uh, it, w- it wasn't looking great. I mean, the thing with United at the moment is they're dominating position in games. They're dominating chances in games. Uh, they're playing some good football on the front foot but they really exposed on the break. Um, I mean, you know, at halftime, Atalanta had had two chances and they were two goals up. So, you know, something there needed to change. But on the whole of it, if, you're watching, if you were watching the game, you'd think United were, were the better side. They created more chances. They had more of the ball. Uh, they certainly had Atalanta going backwards, but Atalanta were just really well organised and, and did well for a long period of time. So I think there are, there are still work-ons at United for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I think he needs to get the balance right. Um, but I think there were some positive signs in that second half, which they need because the Liverpool at the weekend. Is Ole Gunnar secure? I think this, this result will have helped. Um, there was some talk that if United didn't win this game and then lost to Liverpool, that he might be out the door. Um, I, I think that might have been a bit premature. I mean, you've got to remember the, the game against Leicester uh, last weekend that United lost 4-2 was their first loss on the road in the Premier League for 30 matches. Um, you know, so yeah. he's done some good things with that club. He certainly transformed the squad and he's got them playing a better brand of football than they were playing under Mourinho or under Van Gaal or, or under Moyes. So, I mean, I think he's probably, you know, I don't know, looking the best I've looked since Sir Alex Ferguson retired, but they have had a bit of a blip. Um, obviously, Raphael Varane being injured on, on France duty hasn't helped. Harry Maguire's also been injured, and I think in that Leicester game, he maybe came back too early. He didn't look sharp, and he was probably at fault for two of the goals. 
Um, so, you know, it's not perfect, but I, I think there needs to be a bit more patience, and I think Solskjaer will get it right. Okay, so just say he wasn't. Uh, you know, it's a plum job. I mean, most coaches around the world mm. would like to have that tag of being the boss at, uh, at MU at Old Trafford. So have you heard any names that, uh, who haven't got gigs at the moment or are likely to be coming to the end that might be possible? Yeah, there's a couple. Uh, there, there was uh, a lot of talk about Zinedine Zidane, uh, who obviously has got good Champions League pedigree from his time at Real Madrid. Uh, he knows Paul Pogba very well, knows Cristiano Ronaldo very well. Um, there was some talk that those players are agitating for that. I don't know. I don't know if that's just speculation or not. But uh, so he was definitely one. Another one who is a guy who will get you results pretty quickly, but. Uh, is probably more in the Mourinho mould in terms of the style he plays as Antonio Conte, the former Juventus and Chelsea boss. Uh, so those two guys at the moment don't have jobs, so they would be available immediately. Uh, there is, of course, also uh, Maurizio Pochettino, who is now at PSG. Um, everything for him is on how he does in the Champions League this year and I'm not convinced that they're going to do that well in the Champions League because I think he's been burdened in a little in a, in, a, in a way, I know it sounds funny but having Messi and Neymar in your team can be a bit of a burden if you want to play the way Pochettino likes to play which is to press high and win the ball back further up the pitch because those guys don't like to do a lot of running off the ball um, so he's had to change the way he's playing and PSG can score goals but they're also conceding goals so I don't think that they will win the Champions League this season and if that happens then Pochettino will be probably looking for a job and I know he's been somebody that's been linked to Old Trafford in the past so if Oli doesn't have a great season uh, but they hold on to him post say January uh, then there's every chance that they just hold on to him to the end of the year and, and, and go for Pochettino if he, uh, if he uh, leaves PSG because he does only have one more year on his deal there. As a devout Manchester United fan, uh, you will have also been a great fan of uh, Steve Bruce in his playing days in particular. Uh, mm. Over 300 appearances for the club. Uh, of late, though, he's been uh, doing some managerial duties uh, for quite some time, actually, at Newcastle. That's about to come to an end. And uh, Newcastle have got new owners. Uh, they've got fans dressing up as Arab sheiks, etc. The, the hierarchy have said, please don't do that. Don't come to St James's Park dressed like that. What have you uh, are making from from afar on the Newcastle setup all of a sudden? Well, I mean, this is a conversation that you go one or two ways, Smitty. I mean, you know, you can talk about um, the, the purely from a football side of things. I mean, this is going to be Manchester City on steroids. Uh, basically, even as much as they will try and deny it, it is the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia owns a club now, um, even though that's legally not allowed to happen. So they've done it through uh, different means uh, to, to, to make it look good for, for the lawyers. Um, but on the other hand, you know, on the other side of things, you know, you think about um, Kachogi, the journalist, and what happened to him. Um, the FBI, CIA have both said that that was definitely um, ordered directly from the head of the Saudi royal family which they obviously deny, um, and you've got those people now running a club in the Premier League. Now, the Premier League do have a fair, you know, a proper uh, fit and proper owners test, which I've got to say must be pretty loose if, uh, if these people can, can own the club. Um, you know, there was a hold-up. This, this was supposed to go through last year, but didn't. And, I mean, to, to frame it, I think, in a way that is critical of the Premier League, themselves, 
you have to look at that that wasn't what was holding it up. What was holding it up was that Saudi the Saudis don't have a great relationship with Qatar and B in Sports, which is the big Premier League TV provider, is a Qatari company. Saudi Arabia were blocking BN from uh, broadcasting into Saudi Arabia and they were allowing a lot of pirate sites to uh, pop up and show the Premier League illegally uh, and not doing anything about it. And that was the stumbling block as to why they initially got blocked from owning a club in the Premier League. Um, so, yeah, the human rights thing doesn't seem to be an issue for the Premier League, which I think is an issue for all of football. Uh, let's uh, look at uh, the local scene and, and um, well it won't be local but because it'll be played overseas but uh, all of a sudden the football fans are going to see some action which is great uh, they're playing against uh, the, the Olympic champions in Canada uh, the first game is at 8 o'clock Sunday morning in Ottawa second one in Montreal now this is a, a debut at uh, coaching level for a relatively new name for me anyway and I'm sure for football fans around the country Jitka Clem Clover is all of a sudden in charge. Uh, what do we know? Uh, would, it, she'd be, would I be right in saying a first female manager of our uh, football fans? I think she's the first out-and-out football uh, you know, uh, manager. We've had uh, women in support roles and, and co-coaching roles before, but you're yeah, the first head coach of the football fans that I can remember um, as uh, a, a being female. And, uh, you yeah, know, I mean, she's a manager that comes with a with a lot of experience. Um, she's originally from the Czech Republic. She coached the under-19 setup. Um, she's also coached in the uh, what was the W League, now the A League before as well. She coached Canberra there for, for a while. Uh, and she's been involved, Smithy, with the United States women's setup as an under-19 and under-20s head coach, which for me is... Uh, is a really good sign because that says to me that, you know, I mean, the US do uh, their women's football really well. The structure is really good in the way they bring players through. So, yeah, I, I think it's, uh, uh, I'm really excited to see what she does with the team. I think it's, uh, it's a really good appointment and a really progressive appointment by New Zealand football as well. So looking forward to what we see from the football ferns in these two games. Yeah, they're 23rd in the world at the moment, the football ferns, in terms of their ranking. Canada are actually uh, number six after that fine performance. Uh, the other thing in women's football too, Ricardo, uh, a lot closer to home is the launch of the A-League women's competition. Uh, some signings already for the Phoenix I've been reading about. Uh, that'll Surely it's got to help uh, with the, uh, I guess, the profile of women's football, but also um, looking forward to, to the depth at a higher level at the football fans, surely. Yeah, totally, totally, Cindy. And I think that's, you know, that's, really, that's what's really exciting here. I mean, you mentioned the football firms that are going to be playing Canada. I mean, that's a football firms team that is not going to have anybody out of the A-League in it due to, you know, COVID restrictions. Uh, and we can still put a, a very strong squad together. No Abby Usig either because of what's going on at North Carolina Courage at the moment. But it is still a really deep squad. And then you look at the players that are playing either for the Phoenix or for other clubs in the A-League women's competition. I mean, you've got Rebecca Stott, Hannah Wilkinson, Claudia Bunge, Paige Satchel, Malia Steinmetz. They're all playing at other clubs in the A-League uh, women's competition as well, plus the uh, women that have been signed by Gemma Lewis for the Phoenix. So, I mean, you look at it, you've got that football firm squad over in Canada at the moment. You could probably put together a pretty competitive football firm squad out of the A-League women's competition at the moment as well. And I don't think we've ever had that kind of depth in the women's game. Um, so that is great. And, you know, the other good thing was, you know, we talk about uh, Yitka Klimkova being being uh, a great appointment. Well, Gemma Lewis is a great appointment for a, uh, a local football point of view as well. You know, she and Natalie 
uh, her number two have done a great job with the under 20s in the football students development program they've been given an opportunity at a pro uh, in a pro environment which is fantastic and you look at some of the players that they're signing you know we're talking about women who have played for New Zealand at age group level who have been successful at you know the under 17 World Cup for women, under 20 World Cup for women. They've had uh, they've had good games. They've, they've uh, played really well and got us further than we've gotten before in those competitions. So I think mean, there's a really strong wave of young talent coming through, both in the men's and women's game. But particularly for the women, they haven't had this pathway before, and now they do. Uh, so I think you know come 2023. Uh, Yitka Klimkova's going to have some big decisions to make because she's probably going to be in charge of a team uh, that has more options than any other football fans coach before has had. Ricardo, would you, uh, could we stomach, could we tolerate, is there a window enough for uh, a football World Cup every two years? I mean, I've heard that being mooted. I don't think so, Smithy, no. Um, and, and as a football fan, I don't want it to be, you know. Um, I, it'd be like giving a kid Christmas every week, you know what I mean? It's, um, you know, it, the, the novelty wears off and, and, and it, it becomes, uh, you know, sort of something that's pretty pedestrian. Um, uh, football World Cups are special uh, and the international calendar needs managing. I mean, the players at the moment are playing too much football as it is, so to do this every second year, I don't think is achievable. Um, it's FIFA looking at things and going, you know, I think every year that there's a World Cup on, they make, uh, you know, an extra couple of billion dollars to what they make when there's not a World Cup on. So you can see why they want to do it. But I don't think it's for the good of the game. It's certainly not for the good of the players. And I see that there is movement at the moment in Europe where there's um, up to 16 European nations are talking about leaving FIFA if they push it through as part of the uh, their opposition to it. Wow, okay, so uh, that, is, that is interesting. We'll keep our uh, uh, finger running over the top of that one. Uh, show tonight, mate. Um, what have you got lined up? I'm not on tonight, Smitty. Today's uh, Thursday, not... Friday, my day's off. But uh, we've got Tom oh, Kyber and Murph on tonight on race control. And then after oh, yeah, them, okay. uh, if you're a you're motorsport fan, but after them, it's also the global game out of Australia if you're a football fan. Simon Hill presents that. That's, uh, that's always a good listen, too. Oh, okay, so uh, we'll hear you back on Airwaves when? I will be back uh, with Daniel McCarty on Saturday for the uh, Saturday session, and then uh, I'm actually yep. filling in for uh, the hyphen, Louis Herman Watt, on breakfast on Monday with Izzy. So uh, the hyphen's got a long weekend. Uh, I don't know how he's doing that, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in the trenches uh, with, with Izzy on Monday. Well, and they are trenches too. They are, so dress, <laughs> dress accordingly. Dress accordingly. No, don't, don't wear your best... Don't don't wear your best black T-shirt. That's what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> Mate, I've got a couple to choose from. I'll, I'll, I'll find one that's, that's maybe a little more faded than the rest. Yeah, a couple of thousand, I reckon. Okay, hey, thanks, Ricardo, for your input this morning. Uh, <laughs> as always, great to, to hear your knowledge and the update on football around the world. Cheers, buddy. All the best. No, no worries. Anytime, bud.